0: Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. We are the cornerstone of security in the Southeast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Case in Point again, presented by Paradigm Security Services. I'm your host, Rick Strawn, the president of Paradigm Security. And we are excited to be with you today again on Business Radio X. We are broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio located in the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel in Duluth, Georgia. In addition to Paradigm Security Services, this show is also brought to you by Sosby's Garage. You heard their little clip in the beginning. And the Mana Scholarship Fund. Check out Genie and that scholarship fund. It's a, it's a great, great, great reason to get involved and maybe make a few donations. On every show, we feature businesses and organizations in the Atlanta area, especially those that serve Gwinnett County. While all businesses have security concerns of some kind, not all are about physical security. And we will touch on that and other related aspects of security through the course of our shows. Our guest today, I'm really glad to have, finally, Ron Goodbub. He's gotten through with that COVID stuff and and all that that just about, uh, literally just about killed it and uh he's uh back to running his five miles a day and i guess he maybe decided to run his five miles over here to our 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 studios but uh ron great to have you here
1: yeah listen i'm glad to be here it's a pleasure
0: well let's start out and i i know that most of the people probably that are listening to this show and, and a lot of people just in the area know who ron goodbub is but why don't you share a little bit about those about yourself to those that don't we'll keep okay. it short so <laughs>
1: okay well i'm i'm uh was born and raised in uh, louisville kentucky and uh uh went to uh, school there and uh went to the army uh, from uh, louisville and uh when i got back i went to work for pepsico and uh then started my own business uh, after that uh, uh into the import export business uh, import really and uh, uh really it was involved in politics uh, from somewhere around 1973 going forward That's uh, that's really where I think I've, uh, uh, my bread is buttered actually and uh, uh, been involved in it ever since in, in fact presently I'm still involved so uh, and enjoy it and uh, just view it as a, a citizen's obligation
0: actually well, I think you kind of run uh, Georgia political strategies GPS and uh that's kind of an interesting name with gps it's you know it's it's where it all it points in all the points in all the directions but i know that uh of course we got the political season coming up again i don't think that ever ends anymore it just goes from one cycle to the next which is you know has its ups and its downs it's good points and bad points but the good thing for me is I love doing these political shows. Uh, just getting information out to people, which I think is probably the most important thing. And I'll stress what I always stress is, it's not necessarily who you vote for. The bottom line is know who you vote for, and yes. and don't just do it because mama said so or sister's doing it, dad or your brother or or whatever. Go out there and listen to what the people have to say. Pay attention to where they stand. See what they've had to say in the past, and then make your decisions. Make an informed decision.
1: That is true. Uh, you know, as citizens, we have uh, we have an obligation to actually participate in uh, uh, politics. Uh, I know it uh, sometimes is a uh, a subject that a lot of people don't like to talk about. They especially don't like. Uh, uh, to talk about politics at family gatherings and <laughs> things like that anymore. But uh, the truth of the matter is, though, uh, we need to be engaged. Um, and a great example uh, uh, presently is uh, what's happened in Gwinnett County School Board. Uh, Absolutely. We have had uh, some unbelievable uh, uh, votes uh, from the school board of late. Uh, we just uh, uh, let go probably the best uh, school superintendent Quinette uh, County's ever had. Maybe the state has ever had, and uh, the Wilbanks. nation's ever had. And um, you know that was done uh, by a three to two vote, and it was uh, all new people that had voted him out. And uh, you know all of a sudden now the st- people. Parents are uh, very concerned about the direction of the school system, uh, which they should be. And uh, but but they weren't involved during the elections of last year. And I, I have to ask uh, people today, you know, if you'd have been involved last year, you would have probably stopped this. You know, you w- we wouldn't be where we are today. But uh, you know, I, I've seen a, a tremendous uptick uh, uptick in uh, what. Uh, people in general are doing in terms of of GOP politics in general um, they are uh, the attendance at meetings is overwhelming it's standing room only and a lot of these meetings uh, I go all over the state and uh, the, the meetings are just we just had a convention state GOP convention um, in Jekyll Island about two three weeks ago and it was the largest as many conventions I've been to, I've never seen anything like it. It's the largest convention we've ever had in, in my history. And uh, that's saying something. So people are engaged. All of a sudden well, I'm glad to very see engaged. the
0: complacency level you know, go down. I, mean, I think that's what hurt everybody in the GOP end of it, was everybody got complacent. And they just figured that it was going to be a given on a lot of things. And they just didn't really care which way it went. And that, And I think people have had a... That's true. Serious wake up call. That is true. When
1: uh, when I first started in in, uh, in politics, uh, it was nineteen seventy three or so. And basically, uh, for those of y'all not recognizing the time period, uh, that was right in the Watergate years. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I was a, uh, I pride myself on being a door knocker. I'll knock on anybody's door and and ask for their vote. But, uh, I, you know, you would always have to uh, stand at somebody's front stoop, on somebody's front stoop and say, yes, we're the party of Watergate. Yeah. And uh, that was some pretty tough stuff. We would have meetings in those days, and we could have had them in a phone booth, because <laughs> (laughs) Absolutely, no one uh, would show up to the to the uh, uh, meetings or anything like that. But uh, then we kind of went through the '90s was a a great year, and into the 2000s. But as you as you say, Rick, we got complacent, and uh, um, I'm not saying everybody did, but uh, just in in general, uh, population in general, yeah, population in general got complacent, and uh, so that's why we are where we are today.
0: So well. Uh, one of the things I'd like to kind of talk about is, I guess, the best way to put it's what's the temp of the political waters out in Gwinnett County and, and in the state of Georgia right now?
1: Well, uh, you know, first of all, I would I would say that uh, the Gwinnett GOP uh, has had some, uh, let's just say, some choppy waters over the last few years. Uh, they have a new, new people in charge. Yeah, they they have a, they have a new board uh, just in the last, uh, three months or so. And, uh, they appear to really have a lot of energy, a lot of great ideas. They're reaching out to everyone in Gwinnett County. And, uh, uh, I give them a lot of credit. I mean, uh, the last meetings that I've been to, uh, it's been SRO, standing room only to get, to get into a meeting. And, uh, that's, that's a good sign. That's you get good there sign. early. Yeah, and yeah, that's exactly right. And you know, be involved. Uh, you don't have to, um, I'm involved in it uh seven days a week uh you know (laughs) 10 hours a day or or 20 whatever it is i don't know but uh uh, you don't have to be that involved but 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 get out and enjoy some of these and 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 meet the candidates because the candidates are i always tell people they they want to meet the candidate well the candidates are pretty pretty accessible really i mean if you're involved uh you'd be surprised (laughs) at how how accessible the candidates really become and um like I say, the candidates are pretty easy to, to you know, Rich McCormick, uh, uh, I'll, I'll awesome use him man. as an example. Uh, Rich and I, I mean, we started, uh, Dr. McCormick, uh, we started, uh, uh, you know, two years ago on his campaign. And uh, uh, as I was telling you earlier, Rick, uh, uh, he, he was telling me the other a while back, you know, uh, we didn't know anybody. We were ground zero when we started. And today he's re-running uh, uh, for election in uh, the uh, Georgia seventh district, and uh, he has a very good he has a very good chance of winning that election. I'm I'm confident that he will.
0: He gets out there, he presses that flesh, he gets the people, which he does anyway. I mean, he's yeah. always out there, he's always active. He is just a good man. I'm, I mean, and for those that are listening, we're going to have him back again on our on our show uh, because that was one of the most uh, Informative people, and I mean, yeah. just willing to talk yeah. about anything totally yeah. open.
1: Uh, you know, just as a side note, and maybe it doesn't belong on the show, but uh, uh, Rich McCormick, in my view, saved my life actually. Uh, I had you were co- told me about that. Yeah, I had COVID uh, back in uh, February and March, and uh, it was about as serious a case of COVID as you could have, and uh, he actually came over to my house got me and forced me to go to the hospital drug you was, kicking and screaming well there <laughs> yeah, wasn't much true.
0: kicking and wasn't much screaming yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: i wouldn't have done it, but but uh, uh he I, he took you know took me to the hospital and uh, uh i was in there for a couple of weeks in intensive care and uh, but uh he would also i'd uh I was telling, telling you, Rick. Uh, uh, I'd wake up three o'clock in the morning, and he'd be sitting in the in the hospital room. He was the only one that could actually come and visit me because he had hospital privileges. But uh, he's he is one of the best congressional candidates I have ever seen in 50 years, over 50 years. He's just a this. good person. Yeah, he's a, yeah. he is uh, he ranks at the very top of the list, and and uh, I, I see candidates. Uh, in different lights than the average person because I'm with him a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rich, I don't care when you see him. If it's uh, 6 o'clock in the morning or at midnight, he is the same guy every time out. There's never any deviation. Uh, myself, there may be a little too. My <laughs> thermostat goes up and down, but but his, uh, he, is, he is one of the best candidates, maybe the best congressional candidate I have seen in 50 years of of doing this. So well,
0: it's hard, and I've seen a lot of them run, but it's hard to find one that's running that's actually the person that, when they project themselves, they're really that person. Most of them put on a show and put on, you know, they perform, and he doesn't perform. He just is who he is.
1: That is, there's, there's, no, there's no other rich mccormick he is is what you see is what you get (laughs) that is exactly right and and it never never deviates never uh his in fact his entire family is like that uh Mm -hmm. he's got a a wonderful wife uh, deborah and uh, she's an oncologist she's a doctor as well but um again you know the whole family is just they are just upstanding citizens uh rich will make a great congressman for georgia 7th district
0: absolutely agree well there's a lot of people going to be running uh can you kind of let us know what the what your insights are as far as some of the offices some of the judgeships and who you see is possibly running
1: uh, you know, it's funny. I made a uh, I made a list uh, d- before I got over here because I thought I thought you would you would uh, ask me a bunch of questions. I better have the answers uh, in hand. And uh, uh, <laughs> one of the few
0: times I hadn't gotten questions to give you.
1: <laughs> well, uh, you know, in, in the governor's race, going to be very interesting because uh, you've got uh, uh, Governor Kemp, who obviously uh, uh, you know ran a very close election against Stacey Abrams in eighteen. And uh, uh, he's got some formidable opponents. Uh, Vernon Jones, obviously, has uh, is, is stepped into the race, and is going to be a very formidable In candidate. The primary, yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, there's there's. Uh, one guy that uh, uh, has not announced stuff yet, but uh, I'll look for him to jump in the race, and that's Burt Jones. Uh, and and Burt, uh, uh, you know, he's a big oil executive, and and uh, he's, he he's going to have the funds to actually run a very substantial race. So that'll be interesting to kind of see how that pans out. And uh, I, I tell people all the time, you, you have to understand um, President Trump himself has uh, really um, said a lot of things about Brian Kemp, uh, obviously since uh, the November election. But uh, I'm not going to be totally surprised at the end of the day that uh, the president doesn't come back and endorse Brian Kemp, surprisingly as that sounds. But uh, uh, the president... You know, he likes to be with a winner, and Brian will may be the, the guy at the end of the day. going to be hard. to going to be unusual to see what the, how that works out. It's going
0: to be an interesting primary season to start with, and then the election season, it's going to be a whole different animal.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, like I say, the president wants to go with whatever the strength is, yeah. and we'll see, based on the candidates, uh, uh, Bird is going to be— uh, uh, that he's gonna be a formidable candidate too uh if no other reason than he's got the money and the funds to actually back up a big race uh lieutenant governor's race uh, uh, Jeff duncan's already announced he's not going to run uh which is probably a good idea I think know, so from too. his standpoint he's he's made some missteps that really um, really hurt him. Yeah, he. I don't think he could get out of a Republican primary, uh, honestly. But uh, you've got uh, Jeannie Seaver, she's from over in Savannah, who uh, has jumped into that race, and uh, Butch Miller, who um, he's uh, in the automobile business. And uh, he's going to have a bunch of money as well, and uh, you know we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, there may be some others that I've I've kind of heard a few other names. Uh, not real comfortable with really talking about them today because you know you hear everything at the end of the day if you stick around long enough. And but, you're right
0: in the position to hear a lot.
1: Right, right. Well, and you know after a while if you're close enough to it, uh, you will. People will come to you. Yep. You know they'll tell you what they're doing. Um, Secretary of State's race is going to be very interesting. Uh, uh, Brad Rathsberger, of course, uh, everybody knows uh, Brad uh, all around the country at this stage.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's got a national name.
1: <laughs> that's right. I'm not saying that it's, it's a good name, but it's a it's a national <laughs> it name. Is a name. That's for sure. Uh, and you've got uh, you've got two really good candidates uh, in that thing, and uh, Congressman Jody Heiss and yep. and uh, Jody a spectacular person. I mean, he is just a great person. And the other person is uh, former mayor of Alpharetta, um, uh, David Belisle. And uh, David, David's going to be a very formidable candidate in his own right. He has the funds to make it work. And uh, he actually finished, uh, s- most people don't realize this, but he finished second to uh, in back in 18. Yep. But uh, it's going to be uh it, that's going to be a great race right there
0: well you mentioned jody Heis and i know that paul brown's going to be running uh for that seat that's being vacated by right, Jody. right
1: right right paul yeah paul's definitely going to be right he's he's already in and uh that'd be interesting paul uh, uh paul uh is a friend of mine and uh, known him for ever and uh uh, he's
0: going to be coming on this show a little bit later as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Paul is—he's uh, now standing man. He's a physician, and uh, he's got a great wife. I mean, she—and you know, I always—I uh, always ask uh, candidates, "Can you?" Uh, you know, before I get involved, I, I, I need to know the husband or the wife. What are wife. the dynamics? <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly. Uh, I, I was one of the very first people to ever meet Marjorie Taylor Greene, mm-hmm. and
0: uh, I still want. If you know her well enough, I still want to get her on my show.
1: I do, know her. I do know her. So I I was the first person person she really. I knew you did. I just thought I'd throw that out. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, uh, Marjorie, Congressman, uh, it's so hard to actually because I knew her as Marjorie, but uh, she um, she and I had lunch one day, three hour lunch. And I just, I believe that. I just absolutely drilled her with every, you know, negative question. You know, trying to talk her. Right. I don't, you know, this is, it's a, the, politics is hard, especially trying to do what you're doing. And uh, so we, I could see she was not going to give up easy. And I told her, I said, uh, Marjorie, I got, I don't do anything until I, I, I meet your husband, uh, Perry. Uh, and so. Uh, met with, we sat down for uh, uh, breakfast. That was a five-hour breakfast, by the way. And uh, <laughs> I finally thought, well, I'll see if I can scare Perry away a little bit. And I said, uh, uh, he he asked me. He said, uh, Ron, what's it going to cost us to you know to run this race? I said.
0: A normal three. leg and anything else you got. <laughs> I, said,
1: it's gonna, I said, "I said I would write myself a check for like three million. See where that gets me." <laughs> and he never hesitated. He just said, "Okay, yeah, we're good with that." Wow. And I knew at that point, okay, this this they're a team. I mean, they are definitely a team. And uh, you know, I know what she's been through. I know her reputation. But uh, honestly, she says and does what she thinks. I mean, you know, you got to give you got to give a politician credit for that. I really don't call her a politician. I mean, yeah,
0: she's just an advocate for the people.
1: She she certainly is, and and honestly, I think you're going to see people try to try to replicate that model actually because uh, she's in the 14th district which uh, for those of y'all who don't know is like up in Dalton it's north uh, what would that be north, northeast, northeast I guess yeah, north, yeah, northwest north Georgia yeah. northwest Georgia yeah and uh, uh, Rome and in through there but but honestly uh, I, I told a friend of mine they were talking about her one day and I said you know she she may be one of the few congress people that actually represents her district because her her constituents all feel the same thing. They agree with everything she's saying. Uh it she, she, it'd be hard to ever beat her.
0: They, well, you got some people now that are there uh coming out as going to be her competition. Yeah. And I don't I think they're spitting in the wind as they say. I mm-hmm. I think that's a total waste. That woman has got support beyond beyond the pale.
1: Well, I mean, her first uh uh her you know, her first uh uh, filing this year, you have to as a congressional uh, uh, per candidate or, or as a, a person in office, you have to file a uh, uh, federal elections uh, re- review as to what you money you've you've collected, and um, her first her first uh, one this year that she filed, she had 3.2 million dollars mm-hmm. in three months. I mean, that's an un, it's unheard that's unbelievable. Of. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's un, unbelievable. But her she has a national following. It's not just the people uh, who, you know, live in the 14th district. It is people literally from every state in the country.
0: Well, and and to be honest with you, the state Democrat Party and the, and the national one can really be attributed to her following. Because they have Absolutely. just beat her. They have beat her up. They've tried everything in the world uh, to downgrade her, and every time they do, it's just like another person, another man that ran here all a few years ago. Every time they started beating up on him, it just increased his popularity. That's a, that's exactly right. <laughs> that's what's and, happening with her.
1: And she's a she is a she is a wonderful friend to the president. There's no question about that. And and uh, President Trump loves. I say the president – he I get it. Yeah, I mean, he is what he is, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, listen, uh, I don't want anybody to concede from the 2020 election because I'm almost so sure we lost it. To be honest with you. But that's another story. Yeah, we can come back whole, another. We'll, that's a whole other topic. Yeah, isn't yeah it? we'll do another. We'll do another to- time on Not the show. Sure but uh, uh, yeah, she is really a, an example for a, a lot of new candidates. And and listen, there are many. Y- y- we are we are one of the more diverse parties that you're going to find at the moment. Absolutely. Uh, we see people from every walk of life. Uh, every race color ethnicity it doesn't matter they're coming they're increasing absolutely absolutely and they're being encouraged they're they're totally being encouraged
0: yep well you know you got a lot of people running in the judgeships too what's that what's that area looking like in Gwinnett and Georgia
1: uh you know first of all I I just say this uh, it's the hardest race for me personally to be involved in uh, because it's a non-partisan Mm-hmm. Race, and uh, uh, you know, having said that, my politics become pretty apparent after about thirty <laughs> seconds. So <laughs> I don't hide it. I've very never well.
0: noticed it taking that long. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, yeah, I don't, I don't hide it very well. But uh, honestly, I've been involved in numerous judges' races, uh, specifically here in Gwinnett County, that, uh, uh, and they have won and sitting on the bench presently. Uh, and those those people uh, are. They are excellent judges. I mean, you know, all I ask of, of, of any judge is please, uh, when you're on the bench, you know, just be a good judge, a fair judge and, to the citizens. That's all that, that needs to happen there. And, um, so far I've been very lucky the you know judges have been have been uh, very respectful there they I go in actually I go to uh, G Jack myself where, where the court uh, courts are held and uh, I'll sit in on some of the trials and things just to watch the judges occasionally just to see how they're doing you know what the the tone and temperament of the judge is and and whatever and visit with them but uh, and we've got some new judges actually coming on board uh, uh, you know wanting to uh, get, get involved and you know they're attorneys and uh uh they've got you know great backgrounds and whatever and also the kind of people that you want on on the uh, on the court uh uh to Jackson you know she's new to the she's new to the bench and uh uh first first uh b- black uh judge we've had in Gwinnett County and which is which is fantastic uh, um and the, you know, the other, another judge is uh, Judge Carla Brown, and uh, Judge Brown. I am um, a veteran, and uh, one day we were having lunch, and and Carla, uh, Judge Brown, uh, just said, "You know, Ron, you should you should come and see something we're we're experimenting with. It's called Veterans Court," and uh, so I went over there, and I was hooked first day from very first day on and uh, so i work with i volunteer my time and work with veterans who are you know who've run into a, you know bouncing the road you know in the legal system and i try to help them through that and things issues they may have with the uh, uh, veterans administration and things like that and um I know a few politicians, and I don't mind calling them and telling them you need to be in court. You need to see what's going on. And they show up. Well, They'll show up.
0: And our vets need all the support and the help that they can get in any way we can give it to them.
1: That, that is right. Uh, you know, I view veterans as, uh, um, I personally have never used the Veterans Administration I've never had the need to. I was fortunate enough not to have to go through them. And thank you for your service, uh, by the way. I pre- it's, it was my honor, really. Um, but today, uh, I, I just see I just see veterans in a different light than every citizen. Uh, they've been through struggles that uh, most every citizens would never uh, contemplate or, or never do. You, everybody has the opportunity. You can go join. Now, I was— uh, I was a draftee in 1969, so uh, uh, I've still got the splinters under my fingernails where they drug me off. Yes. I did not want to go.
0: 69 was the year that I went down and uh, did my physical down at the old auditorium. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, you know, honestly, though, uh, it was a life-changing event for me because uh, uh, I came back a— Uh, I don't want to say a different person, but uh, more disciplined. I'd I'd learn deeper person. Yeah, I I was I was ready to start life and uh, uh, and go on to do the other things I did. But but uh, the average uh, veteran, uh, you know, they're not they really sometimes they're afraid to even ask for help when they need it desperately. uh, PTSD or or just war injuries in general.
0: And there's been so many years that. Asking didn't get it
1: that's true that's true the the uh uh one thing about the veterans administration if you uh, uh you start to if you really put become involved and you start to know the people behind the scenes that can really get things done those are the people that i go to mm-hmm. uh, uh i worked uh through Congressman Woodall's office with Deborah Perot, who uh, Deborah was uh, the uh, veteran. I forgot what the title was exactly. Veteran
0: liaison. Yeah, and,
1: something. Yeah. And and uh, uh, I give her all the credit in the world. She she basically with one phone call could change. I, I ran the Peachtree Road Race uh, one 4th of July, and uh, uh, Judge. Uh, Brown called me on the 4th of July, as I was finishing, and said we had one of our veterans in trouble, and could I do something for him? you know, help me. So I mean. Got a shower at, and went, huh? Well, <laughs> I, no, actually, I was standing there uh, drenched in sweat after running <laughs> all that thing. And uh, well, I like called. It
0: that way after walking.
1: I, that's right. And I, I, uh, I called Deborah on the 4th of July, a government employee, and she answered the phone and I told her what was the problem and she said I got it taken care of and to me uh, those are the kind of people you know government employees get a bad name on occasion but uh, that's the kind of examples there are some
0: of them in there that if you know the right people to get to but I think that's the biggest problem with a lot of people is you got to know the right people to get to and you got to have some way to get to them that's true just uh, and and a lot of it's just the red tape the bureaucracy and the yeah, the stagnation yeah. that has sat there for so many years that that's nobody's true. dealt with, and a lot of that stuff it's getting better, but it's got a long way to go. Long,
1: long, long, long way to go, but uh, it is getting better. I'm sorry, I deviated, got off the subject. No, that's but,
0: fine. Anything's open. But uh,
1: uh, that was kind that was kind of interesting. Uh, I I can go through some of these other races if you go can. ahead.
0: I, we're going to run over from our half hour, and I hope everybody stays with us, including Mike back there. I hope we all stay with us. Uh, we're going to run a little bit over here cuz this is just too damn interesting to <laughs> shut down.
1: <laughs> Listen, anytime you want me to stop talking, just give me the we'll <laughs> thumbs sign, okay? Uh well, you know, I would I would just say uh, uh just a just a few other races I talk about. One one is the 6th uh, district uh which is uh uh Fulton County uh, uh alpharetta over and through there and uh lucy mcbath is yep. uh, is a congresswoman over there at the present time and uh, there's going to be some interesting people on the republican side who's going to jump in to that race as long and,
0: as we don't have some repeats uh, right right we're, we're not <laughs> well, that's the, a good thing yeah
1: the, my understanding is we're not going to have, have any repeats good. this time but uh, uh we've got that and uh uh, there are going to be some strong candidates over there. And plus, re- uh, redistricting is going to play a, a major That's role. That's
0: going to be an interesting uh, yeah. subject when it comes down to the redistricting. A lot of right. people are going to be surprised.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, November, we're going to hear from the governor, and and uh, he'll come out with, with – uh, believe me uh, – They've been studying this thing for a long time. Oh yeah, literally. Uh, when when I was involved in the 18 campaign for uh, Governor Kemp, uh, you know that was my main issue. Of course, it it struck close to home because I, redistricting is is absolutely uh, huge in terms of the uh, GOP. Retaining some of these seats, uh, including seven and and obviously six. But uh, I think we're going to be very strong in six, and uh, I think we're going to be super strong in seven. With uh, we're going to have the the best candidate uh, we've ever had, uh, which we had last time. But uh, uh, I, I have every Want a name. Oh, well,
0: Rich McCormick. Yeah. I just yeah, thought i like yeah. remind everybody there <laughs> yeah. of Rich's name again. That's exactly right. <laughs> well,
1: Rich, I think it, Rich has already started. Yeah, he yep. really, the day after the election, uh, uh, he began again, and uh, uh, he is a man among the people. He gets out. Uh, I, I don't care what it is. I mean, I've, I've seen Rich. He seems to me like he goes days without sleeping. I mean, he uh, he works at night. That's his, he works the night shift at Gwinnett uh, uh, Medical. medical. Uh, yep. He's uh, he's an emergency room a doctor there. And, uh, you know, you'll meet him the next morning, 8 o'clock, after he gets off from work, and boom, all day campaigning. And uh, he just never wears you out. He's
0: got to wonder when he sleeps.
1: Now, I heard an interesting I will tell you this story if you got time for one yeah, little Rich story. It. I think Rich was working at Grady uh, uh, Memorial
0: uh Real familiar with that one, being with the city of Atlanta for so long. uh,
1: Back some years ago, and uh, he decided he wanted to uh, get out in Gwinnett County. So he sent in his uh, resume to Gwinnett County to become an emergency room doctor. And they uh, basically, he, after, after some time, Rich decided he'd waited long enough. Why come they're not getting in touch with me? And um, so he called and talked to the person in charge. And they said, well, Rich, honestly, we read the resume, and we figured that you'd hype any reason. Yeah, well, (laughs) we we thought that you'd hyped your resume. It was bogus. No one could do that much in such a short period of time. And so Rich then explained to him, well, no, everything on there is exactly 100% true. And... uh, doctor said well who was in charge of the search said let me go get that resume out of the garbage <laughs> like the next day they hired him <laughs> but uh he's yep. a very accomplished man
0: well and, accomplished. and he has a, a resume that's just unbelievable uh you know it's just so much on it yeah just ask that doctor over grunette he thought yeah. so too yeah and yeah and i know what it's like around grady uh i've been i've made my share of real early morning trips and over the night trips to great emergency over yeah. the past of the law enforcement career with atlanta i made a few trips I there.
1: You, i bet you did
0: yeah and they were my own trips they were not just to see somebody <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. I, I can
1: believe it well they say it's the best hospital if you're emergency and burns yeah yeah that's exactly right you know, trauma they, they, and burns it's yeah, that, amazing
0: you don't want to stay there but that's right that's, you know, it, that's exactly you know, right get up get treated get out and go
1: uh, uh, you know uh, the other thing I would talk about uh, just a little bit is uh, President Trump himself. Uh, you know there is a uh, there's a lot of talk about you know exactly what are his plans, what would he do, and and uh, you know honestly, I have to to date, I have really never met a fellow Republican who has said that they have turned against the president. Now, never Trumpers and, and uh, Democrats and whatever, yep. I'm sure, you know, are still posting, but but uh, I've never, it's, it's amazing that even after all this time, I've never met another Republican who said, okay, no, I'm done, you know, I'm done with The, the president has ex- extremely, is pop, he is extremely popular within the Republican base. There, there's no question about that. And honestly, I think just due to Biden himself, I think uh, the president becomes more popular every day, to be All honest right, with you. I it. can get that. I would talk about one other person, uh, and I, I want to talk about Kelvin King. Yes. who is? going to bring him up. Uh, Kelvin uh, King uh, is uh, he, he just just a wonderful candidate for uh, u.s senate
0: air force and
1: A- graduated from the air force academy uh, started uh, started his uh, business uh uh literally as he says in his bedroom Opsbury mm-hmm. Pre- construction company it's one of the top thousand businesses in the country i believe if i'm not mistaken and uh, he's married to janelle king who is uh, 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 one of the hosts on uh, the Georgia gang on Sunday morning Mm -hmm. and uh, Janelle I've known actually Janelle uh, I knew Janelle before I knew Kelvin and uh, she's she's a star in her own right to be honest with you and they're going to make a very very formidable team Um, uh, we're taking him around the state as we as we speak and uh, we've gone to every you know we're going to go to every nook and cradle i always tell him you have to go to adele georgia boston georgia and all the places the Those little
0: places yeah
1: and uh, it doesn't matter uh it doesn't matter where you know if there's a uh, 20 people, five people, or there's a thousand people. Yep. Yeah, you, you have to, everybody gets treated the same. And uh, uh, I believe he's got some things planned for, you know, between now and uh, uh, fall, uh, being out in the state a lot, and uh, hopefully hopefully we can get him on this show he, uh,
0: he, he's coming on here if i have to go uh, arrest him and bring him on here <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'll pass that along yeah, i'm sure yeah, that please, that's David. gonna
1: make oh that's gonna make a different difference, difference too because he don't want to get arrested but no uh, i uh, used he,
0: to i used to go people we have a warrant for and that'd get me in the door for talking with people with yeah, uh, there you construction go. <laughs> there you go there you go
1: he he uh though uh he is an outstanding candidate and uh uh, he, 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 in my opinion, is the only candidate in that race to date who has a chance to, uh, uh, to actually beat Warnock. Because, uh, and it's, as I tell him, uh, him and Janelle both, um, you have to remember, Warnock does not live in a vacuum. He mm-hmm. is going to have to make votes like he did yesterday. Uh, on the HR one bill, basically, yep. uh, to base for Democrats, they were basically wanting to take over all the election, federalize all elections.
0: Disaster!
1: It's it, it, totally disaster. Well, we'd never have another Republican in any office at that after that. But um, uh, he he is one of the few people that can actually uh, uh, go after Warnock on his own ground. And that's going to be interesting.
0: He is an awesome articulator. He, that, that
1: he is. And, uh, I, you know, I, I don't want to tell you an entire life story, but somebody asked him at, uh, at a little gathering we had a while back, and somebody asked him if he was pro-life. And he said, well, let me explain something to you. Uh, my mother was a 15-year-old unwed mother, okay, when she became pregnant with me. And she had to decide between an abortion or having me. He said, obviously, I'm standing right in front of yeah. you. He said, I'm very pro-life. <laughs> believe me.
0: <laughs> I'm very pro-life. But well, I don't know. If you haven't seen it, look him up on uh, some of his Facebook stuff. Uh, what is it? Uh, Kelvin King for Senate on Facebook, I believe. Uh, in the That's intro. Yeah. right. yeah. Uh, but you know, if you go through there, he's, he's posted some stuff where he talks a little bit, uh, listen to him and, and see what, you know, see what you think about it. Cause I was impressed the first time I saw it and I was just like, wow, where has he been?
1: Yeah, he, he uh, well, I, I can still remember the day that, uh, Janelle and Kelvin called me on the phone and they just said, uh, you know, Ron, um, uh, we've decided that we're going to run for the Senate. And there was a little pause on my part, maybe three or four seconds. So I said, "Which one of you?"
0: Well, that's what I was just going to say. What I liked about what you just said was, "We're going to run for the Senate."
1: Yeah, uh, they're, they're totally. They're the, the. It's the first time I've ever had. a – Now I've had a lot of husband and wife teams, uh, but none like this. That they, they, in this particular case, these guys can go. They can go one one direction, one the other direction, and they don't lose a step. I mean, they are totally, uh, you know, synchronized in everything they do. They've got a great message, and uh, they know how to deliver it. They're going to be the people's candidate. They truly are. Well, so, that's
0: more people that are just honest. They're who they, they're, they're who they project themselves as.
1: Right, right. Um, you know, we've had a lot of professional politicians— uh, Kelvin is not a professional politician, and uh, I always used to like tell this story. And he's gotten better, you know, as he's been out. You know, he's got, gotten, you know, gotten barrage with tons of questions, and and uh, uh, but he is as he's gotten used to, you know, standing in front of five thousand people, uh, like he did at the. Uh, uh, GOP convention, uh, you know, there's always. And honestly, I was one of them. I'm sitting there going, you know, wringing my hands. Come on, Kelvin you got to deliver. This is a big moment, <laughs> and uh, he did. He had people standing ovation. So uh, that was that, that. was phenomenal. And that it's not used. It's not easy to get used to standing in front of a crowd like that.
0: Oh, I, I can no. imagine. Uh, you know, just a few hundred at times that I've sat in front of. It's 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 different. Uh, and I can't even imagine that few thousand.
1: It absolutely is. Uh, you know, I told uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene one time, she'd just gotten started, got, gotten out on the on the uh, stump, and uh, she was speaking to a crowd, and they, they had her standing in front of a, a podium. And the podium, uh, Marjorie's not the tallest person in the world, and the podium basically covered her up and i told her i said i said that's great i said but from now on i said you should make a joke out of it and carry you a, a little stool with you and put that stool down carry it out with you when you're walking out there just that's to funny. show people okay this and but uh, uh now he's that's back going. to kelvin though he's done a terrific job he's he really he's got a lot of energy he's a young guy and uh again as a as I've told him, I said, you know, you need to, you, you just need to hone your craft. Uh, people understand this is your first time out, uh, uh, whatever, you know, not to ever having done politics. And, uh, but he's, he's going to be a very formidable candidate, and he's raising a lot of money, which uh, tells me that people are starting to get on board with the candidate, and uh, that's a good thing.
0: Well, I could talk with you literally all day, and I know you could talk all day. Uh, but is there anything in particular you want to bring out? Uh, and then we're going to kind of end this segment.
1: Well, I, you know, I would just say uh, um, yeah, I'm, not the, I'm not the perfect example for the average citizen because I do spend a lot of time uh, in the political world, and, uh, and I enjoy it. Uh, it is my passion. Uh, it's my passion in life, actually, because uh, not necessarily for me, because uh, I'm older, and uh, but it's for uh, my daughter and for my grandchildren. Uh, and I, I would just encourage, uh, as a message as we leave, uh, get out there and become involved. See what the issues are uh, where you live. I don't care uh, if it's Sugar Hill, if it's Lawrence, but it doesn't matter. Uh, become involved, and you know, if you always wonder, you know, gosh, you're just going to overlook me. I'll, I'll just be one of, of you know, my ten, vote that, doesn't uh, count. Yeah, okay, you're going to be you're going to be pleasantly surprised because you'll find that uh, uh, the candidates are totally accessible, and you'll find that you're going to be welcomed with open open arms. So that would be my message. Please become involved because uh, we are at a critical time in our country. And uh, we, there may not be many opportunities to rectify the things that have happened in the last six months, but if you get out there and do your thing, uh, you'll—it's you, rewarding. Your your heart will feel better at the end of the day.
0: Well, if anybody would like to get in touch with you, Ron, to uh, find out how they can better get involved, how would they do that?
1: Uh, well, my number, uh, I'll just give you my number. It's 404-992-8517, uh, and I'm on Facebook all the time. Uh, I'm not a later, uh, but uh, uh, I am on Facebook, and, uh, you know, I, I make my positions pretty clear. I, I, don't, uh, I don't hold back. I, I am who I am, but uh, please get a hold of me anytime. i I, I welcome the
0: call. Excuse me, folks, I'm having a coughing fit here. (coughs) Well, it's been great talking with you, and uh, if I can not cough here, I'll get through my closing. But uh, come back to see us, and I know you will. Uh, And uh, this has been an unusual segment for us. We appreciate everybody staying here and listening, and we hope that uh, you get back with us as we move forward into the season. And thank you again for joining us on Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services and in part by Peace Garage and Manor Scholarship Fund. Be sure to join us for the live broadcast every other Wednesday at 1130 a.m. here on Business Radio X. If you missed the live broadcast, no worries. You can enjoy the show anytime by visiting businessradiox.com. Selecting the GoNet Studio and then clicking on Case in Point. And please hit that subscribe button. This program is also available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and wherever you enjoy your favorite podcasts. Again, please hit the subscribe to Case in Point so you don't miss any of our future episodes. For my guest Ron Goodbub, and for our producer, Mike and Amanda, I'm Rick Strong, And remember, at Paradigm Security Services, we cover more than just your assets. Bye.